Hello, listeners. This is Very Best of Living with Dr. Taylor Hartman and my good friend, Kat Larson. How are you? I'm good, good friend. I'm glad to How hear that. You? I'm great. Life is good. Feeling yeah, good. What's happening? Moving into the new year, feeling great about it. I'm very excited yeah. about the new year. I like, I like change. I like change. So new opportunities, new things coming up. So great. Just um, back from Hawaii, which was amazing. And now we're off to Mexico for a week. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm living my best life right now. Yeah, um, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, that's so awesome. That is so awesome. Well, <laughs> I have to be honest. I, you know, we, you, we all know I love to travel. But we also know I can't yeah. stand the cold. And so yes. uh, part of my deal, I plan ahead. Okay. So I need to get out of here three or four times during, you know, December to March. And other right. than that, I'm happy. So. Yeah. Well, that's good. I yeah. mean, you know, as long as you're, I like uh, my niece is like, she likes, she likes snow the week before Christmas and Christmas day, the 26th, she wants it to be 96. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, yes, that's yeah. exactly right. Absolutely. God bless her. She's right. <laughs> that, that works perfectly. <laughs> I know my wife says, why do you complain about the cold? Look at all these people coming here just because they have the cold. I said, first of all, they're coming for the snow. And second of all, they're leaving. So They're not- <laughs> leaving after the snow. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're talking about an intentional life, like living an yes. intentional life. And I yes. want to talk about a couple of other things that, that I find are very good elements of an intentional life. One of them is to simplify. Like, I have to, I have to share a, a truth, but it's, it's so embarrassing, but it's true. And in my own defense, I don't typically buy for myself. So my generous wife has done a good job of replenishing my closets. When I got back from Africa, I couldn't bear it. I, when I saw that literally most people had one shirt, one pair of pants, mm-hmm. and that's what they live with, I, it made me realize the extravagance of which I live, right? So I had this closet I came home to, and I'm like, okay, that's got to go. So we took them all to the thrift store. I honestly, it was, it was a wonderful moment. Mm-hmm. And since then, I now have two homes with two closets full mm-hmm. again, <laughs> like as if it never was empty, right? And it's, it's kind of like when you lose weight and then you gain it 10 times back. <laughs> yes. It's, it's yes. Like we who have this abundant lifestyle, it's very easy, I find, to not be simple, to be complex more than we mm-hmm. need to be, right? So- I think our listeners ought to think about it. So what could I simplify? I mean, I think what what are the simple moments that you enjoy so much? I know for some people, it's that coffee or hot chocolate first thing in the morning. It just just starts their day right. Uh, For me, it's that getting on the treadmill for half an hour. I just love reading my book, listening to music, and getting some exercise. I love it. It's just refreshing. And it's simple. It's not like a big you know, to do. What, right. What's something right. you, the simple thing you enjoy? I, I mean, really every morning before uh, Paco takes off to work, we take, if it's five minutes or however long we can take, we just sit down and have a cup of coffee and we just chat, you know, I mean like five minutes of chatting, it just sets, you know, and he's the one, I think I've told you this before. He's the one that insists on it. You know, like sit down. I need five minutes with you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I just love that. Well, it's because you don't know he's going to come home that night. You're never quite sure. (laughs) No, that's exactly, isn't it sweet that he wants that so much and that you 
Agree. Don't sound so shocked. <laughs> Sweet. How, why does he want that, Kathy? Tell me. Yeah. And I do have sometimes a hard time. Like I'm like, if, if, if I have a lot going on that right. day, you know, I'm like, okay, okay. Let me bite. He's like, no, 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 no. Right. Oh, I love Paco. That is such a great, uh, yes. It, yes. it's such a simple truth. It's such a great thing for your relationship that, you know, yes. other people don't have. Like they, right. they, they have a husband that doesn't care for the dialogue. And they would right. crave it, right? So I love that you actually defer instead of saying, no, 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 I'm busy. Like, well, I'll talk to you later. That's yeah, cool. I, and I think I told you, it's just like now I, now I rely on it. You know, it's a space of now I get it. Like what, like, oh, yes, like feeling so loved that, yes. that makes me feel loved instead of like, oh, come on, you know, like not, I never would feel annoyed by it, but it's like, right. I got to go, right? you right. know? I want it, to go get my walk in or my workout in before I right. have to get on my phone calls. Right. You know, but it's just so worth it. I have a uh, kind of a sadness that I've realized that I, I truly am my wife's person. Like she is devoted. Yeah. And there are a lot of people, they don't have that. They don't have that person. And is the, she yours? Oh, absolutely. Not even a yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just feel sad. I feel sad because I know what it means to have that. And if you don't have that, it's like, okay, I may have to do without and move on. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, I, I just, I wish for others that simple truth that you're someone's person. And of course, from my spiritual background, I think that you are that for God. So yes, you can get it there as well. But I, I just, I don't know. I think it's simple things in your life that are, as I guess why being a child is so special because the lollipop you eat is simple and true. It's magical. It's like you just live right. for that moment. Whereas right. when you get older, it seems like we don't, we complicate things. Oh, right. that would have been great if. Well, I would have liked you better if instead of just, that was great. Or I do enjoy you so much. That kind of mm -hmm. thing. Well, speaking of intention, I think that's the, you know, Paco and I decided, we talked about this, about like where we moved and, yeah, and right. you know, lack of connection right. is like, well, don't overlook the fact that, you know, you can have an incredible connection with the person living in your house and that can get you to 99% of your, I mean, you Needs. need other people, but that, but that can, that can fulfill a lot. Like I'm connected with my person that lives in this house. With right. Me. Right. Instead well, of overlooking that as a, yeah. oh, well, yeah, my husband's here, but. <laughs> you know yeah. What? No, you know what? That's so funny you say that because I have wondered for some people that are single, mm -hmm. like some build great support groups and others really don't. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it's harder. Well, unfortunately, if you're in a bad marriage, then that's even harder because you don't have the connection mm -hmm. that you want. But if you're in right. a good, good marriage, it, it takes care of itself. Right. Yes. And, and yet I've always thought about that, that if I were single for some of these people that have been single most of their life, how mm -hmm. they, it seems harder. They have to manage that element to find that simple connection that makes them yes. feel special. Right. Yes. And loved. Yes. Yes, for sure. So for our listeners, though, think about what are some simple, wonderful moments, commitments, things, people, events that make your life meaningful that you do every single day. Uh, there is um, an article I read recently about, and I think it's an Eddie Rickenbacker who uh, literally would go out on the pier every week and with shrimp, throw them to seagulls at the end of the pier. Mm -hmm. And people thought he was just an old man wandering. What they mm -hmm. don't know is that when this young man was young in the world war, he was, um, his plane was shot down 
and he with about six or seven other passengers were in a lifeboat for days <laughs> and dying because there was no water and no food. Mm-hmm. And one day, a seagull literally plopped down behind him and he creatively captured it, wrung its neck, and shared that little food was available with those on the boat. And it <sighs> saved, saved life. his life, literally, their, all their lives. Gosh. And in gratitude, at like 65 now, he still goes out and oh, feeds Pete. the seagulls oh. as a thank you. Oh. Is that not just endearing? Like, he's grateful even to this day for the life he lives and able to breathe because of that one seagull who sacrificed his life so he mm-hmm. could live. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So That is really cool. I like the gratitude concept. I like the idea of being grateful and, and saying it. Thank, be thankful when you wake up every day. I'm thankful I can breathe. Thankful uh-huh. I'm alive, right? As opposed to, well, I would be, but I have aches and pains. I, I mean, you can always be negative or you can be grateful. Uh, it's your call. So I've been like in the hourly grateful thing lately because I'm struggling. You know, like when you struggle, I just noticed that it's like, I think we talked a long time ago about gratitude and making sure that it's not just like surface level crap. Right. You know? Like, it's just so easy to go, I'm grateful for, right? you know, um, right. And, and instead of like this hour, Genuine. genuineness, yes. that doesn't, that's not just like falling off the, you know, the back of the truck easy. I no. mean, you have to really go, okay, get past your bullshit answer. Right. Excuse me. And why get, am I? Why am I grateful? Right. Why am I grateful? Yeah. I think, you that's know? A, I think that's also like, that's what's helped me is when I've gone places and seen how blessed we are, where we are. Ugh. It makes it easier to appreciate, oh my gosh. But yeah. like you know, you can quickly forget that if you're not careful and get back into the, the world you live in. But you're, you're right. It got, it's got to be deep and it's got to be genuine and it's got to be right. consistent. You can't just right. say it once and be done, especially if you really feel it. Right? Right. Right. So, right. Yeah. So. And, and thanking people who are those people in your life, letting them know, like, thank you for what you mean to me, what you bring to me. And how you bring it to me. So that's, that's important for our listeners to consider. Like, are, they, are we grateful? That gives life much more depth and meaning than taking for granted what we have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one mm-hmm. last I- thought I wanted to talk about on, on living life intentionally. Um, it really came to me from Michael Jordan, the great basketball star, who he said something one time that really struck me. He said, the problem with most players is they practice when they should be playing and they play when they should be practicing. So he who was very committed to exercise and fitness and shooting, like taking time to do your work, your discipline when you are practicing, instead of playing Mm -hmm. around, like just joking and kind of taking it lightheartedly or blowing it off sometimes. He said, Mm -hmm. that's the problem is I see these young players and old players who come out and they just play rather than really focus and discipline and practice. Mm -hmm. And then he said, on the floor, when you're playing in a game, you see them get angry too quickly or too much about themselves or get mad at themselves because they missed a shot. They don't have any fluid flow. They have no joy in playing. They're still practicing at the wrong Mm -hmm. time. And I've, I've thought about that so many times, Kat. Like, what is it about people in life who 
play when they should be practicing and who practice when they should be playing. And how do you know the difference? So I wanted to talk well, about that. Explain as that. Yeah. I think too many young people don't do skill building, learning knowledge, gaining expertise and skills when they're young. They play. They go to work and make money. They want mm-hmm. to be independent. But mm-hmm. I don't think they're practicing discipline skills necessarily that will enable them to play more comfortably in their lives. And maybe you don't know this until you're older and realize, oh, I should have put some energy into that when I was younger. And mm-hmm. I didn't, right? I think about, like, for example, this old guy in our, in our church that was a, he was a leader at one point, and he's so concerned about the young men dressing a certain way. He's so yeah. into practicing. He's not playing or enjoying what an old man could enjoy with their vitality and their, their vulnerability and their innocence. Yes. He's practicing. He's not playing or enjoying. God, what a beautiful, that is really a great mindset. Like, Isn't it? what am I practicing and what am I playing? And when why? am I practicing? Right? When am I playing and why? Yeah. Well, and when do I back out of it? Yeah. One of my favorite little, like, I don't know why this struck me so powerful with this little blurb about a woman who hated Sundays, hated them. Like they were the worst day of the week for her. There was tension. Uh-huh. She had to get the kids ready for church. She had meals to cook. She was just so overwhelmed that she uh-huh. really hated her Sunday day, right? And she made one simple decision. I'm sick of creating the tension. Mm-hmm. She woke up one half hour early every Sunday and laid down with one child and just stroked their back, just read a book, talked about how they slept. Whatever mm. she did in that half an hour, that child was magic. And it changed the entire experience the rest of the day for the whole family. Because the mother, of course, is the core. So instead of practicing, she played. She played, She right. stopped focusing on what needed to be done and just did what would bring light and joy and connection. And I love that concept of half an hour early. And she didn't do it with every kid every, every Sunday or every no. day. It's different kid every Sunday, but they all knew it was coming. And within one month, it transformed their family. So I, I think, for example, I see some parents who are still practicing with kids that are adults, like play, enjoy them, but they're still trying to make them into something they, they aren't. And so I, we're all at different stages in our life. And I don't think we understand necessarily how to practice discipline, mm-hmm. build skills. And you can do this at all different ages of your life. Like it's not just one and done. I don't mean that at all. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then there's other times in your life, it's enough. Like, just play. Like, I see people go on trips and they worry the whole time. They never do play. They're never on the trip. They're so busy practicing, like disciplining and, and focusing on what they should have brought or worried about what they didn't do instead of enjoying the flow. So that's now I'm going to focus on that this next week. I really am. Because that's a really such a powerful thing. Isn't it a fun concept? I, I just yes. the idea. Yes. When should you be focusing on developing skills, disciplining yourself, getting a better routine? And when should you be enjoying what you've disciplined, the routine you've created, the people you're with? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and tying it to the things that, that we talked about last time, just like looking at it all as, as, as a big picture and 
I always do this, this, it's kind of an elementary mental thing that I do, but I, I do like a line in like a line in the sand, like mm. here's my line. And then when I step over the line, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean I'm not going to screw up, but, but right. I'm going to actually have a start where I go, I'm stepping over the line because I used to do like a slow bleed into it, yeah. like, you know, instead of a, a distinct start, yeah. distinct starts help me. Yeah. Very you know, And that's probably, yeah. And I know pe- some people don't like New Year's resolutions, but I kind of like going, okay. I'm with you. Here's a new line. Here's I'm with a new you. line. I love that. Are you? Yes. Yeah. Why not? Why not start fresh? Why not create a different focus? I think it's a great thing to do. Pe- yeah. they, they almost say it's cheesy or whatever. Why? Why? Yeah. Yeah. I, you like I, that. You like to do that as well. I do because I, I think it's, I think you have to use different methods and different means sometimes. And the same thing doesn't work all the time. And, and then your brain starts adapting and yep. you, st- you actually start doing things you know, I mean, when it's fresh and it's like the the line, I mean, this line might not work for me for too much longer, but it has worked for me for the last couple of months where I go, right. okay, there's my line. I'm stepping over it. How do I look different on the other side of that line? Yes. You know, I mean, it's just stupid things you do, but it helps me go, oh, stepping over that line. Okay. I, I don't now think it's stupid. Do I think it's very creative, actually. Yeah. And I do agree with you that if you don't shake things up, like you are kind of yes. vulnerable to getting um, outdated. Yes. Unhealthy. Um, yes. It's, it's, it's good to set a new bar, a new direction, new line. Yes. I think that's a great yes. one. Very, very effective. Yeah. It'd yeah. be great for our listeners to consider something that I really find it's hard for me because I'm not really stuck in this world of failure. I don't live in that world. The fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. Right. right. It's, it's very hard for me when people are like, well, I screwed up or I fell down. I'm like, well, so what? Like mm-hmm. we, we are meant to make mistakes. We're meant mm-hmm. to practice our agency, our ability to choose. And in doing so, like a child, you'll fall down when you're learning to walk. You won't always be perfect. Right. And I think it's sad when people feel their shame or judgment because they don't necessarily always rise, always succeed. I, I love people that can accept that as, well, I made an effort. I tried it. Right. It wasn't right for me. Maybe I need to do it differently. Maybe I need to try something different, uh, go a different direction. I love people who embrace that mindset as yeah, opposed that, to, well, I'm just a loser. I'm just no good. Right. 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 Falling no, down yeah. is not failing. That growth mindset is so, you know, I'm learning or the knower learner is like, you know, we so value knowers or I, I don't know if we, we value them. I don't know why be knowing something and not just reds. I don't think it's just a red thing. People like to be the knower. They like to, they don't, you know, coaching, being coachable or people that don't know the answers. It's, oh. it, I don't know how we got there. Maybe through the education system. Maybe. You know, maybe how we were educated to, to have the right answer, being called out when you didn't or getting the letter grade yes. because you didn't think the right way. I don't know. You know, you couldn't memorize the right thing or you didn't do the work. But it's interesting how people don't like to be like, oh, I didn't know that. Let me learn about that. As opposed to, which, oh which yeah, I knew that. Makes them more inviting. Right? No, that's a great point. I, yeah, I actually like people who are able to say, I didn't know that. Tell me about it. Yeah. Like, as opposed yeah. to, well, everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I think the more insecure people are, the more they need to be the, the knower. They, yes. I, you're probably right. I, know, I do know that there's people in the workplace, for example, uh, they will hold knowledge and information. That's the way yes. they create their value. So yes. rather than sharing things, they hold it tight. So only they. No, mm-hmm. right? At mm-hmm. your expense. Mm-hmm. They're not fun to be with, that's for sure. 
I do think that's a great concept of, of not having to be the knower of all things. In fact, you know, we have a, we have an interesting dynamic in our home. We have a young lady who my, my daughter was friends with her first year mm. at college yep. and her, whatever happened, it's, I, I don't know the whole story because I just haven't gone there, but um, right. her, she's no longer, she's estranged from her family. Okay. It's a, yeah. So she has joined us the last three years for uh, Christmas and she's just become part of our family. Being estranged from her own family and then seeking a strange family. It's a very strange instead. family. <laughs> Not a strange, strange. There's a very big, it's beautifully strange, right? That's right. Um, so we were having this conversation and she's um, she's a black woman and we were sitting in the car and we were having this conversation and um, we were playing 20 questions on the way up to Yosemite uh-huh. the day after Christmas. Uh-huh. And um, and we were, Cade, Cade was saying, you know, this person and we were talking about it and something came up about a white person and mm. she made a comment and it was in, in jest, but she was like, of course it's a white person, right? Cause <laughs> she's sitting in a car full of white right, people. Right. Well, we're in some pretty sticky areas here, right? I mean, yeah. this is interesting. It, it, it pinched me inside like, Oh, am I doing it wrong? Very interesting. Is, does she feel that way? So when we got home, I pulled her into the bedroom yeah. and I said, you know, Hey, I said, I just want to make sure. Yeah. Right. Like, that's cool. Like I am not a, I know I am not a knower in this arena. I didn't use these words, but right, since we're right. talking about knower learner, I'm not a knower. I think I can know, but I'm sitting with somebody who has had a totally different experience right. in society, socially, you know, uh, the La- Black Lives Matter, everything that just right. happened, how we see people, how right. they see, you know, just just how 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 we're defining, you know, uh, as a population, what it means to, are we aware of, you know, and I really wanted to be a knower in that moment. And I realized I was digging myself a hole as I was talking to her and I just stopped on. I'm like, you know what? I have no idea what I'm talking about. Why don't you tell me what it feels like? That was hard. That was hard. But it was so freeing, right? (laughs) It was. It was because she led me. Yes. And she was happy to probably. She was. And you know what, Taylor, the biggest thing was, is it wasn't even what came out or next steps. It was that, that she's like, well, the biggest thing is that you brought it up. Yeah. Yes. You brought it up. That's what meant. I mean, the most and I wasn't. Even, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. It's like, oh, oh that's I, so I, good. And so, here I was trying to tell her that I knew and I was aware right, and I'm right, reading. And right. It was like, shut up, Kathy. Yes. I just I was watching her face going. I need to shut my mouth right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going nowhere. So I have really one question. I have to understand: Is she tall or short? <laughs> He's like five two. <laughs> okay, so I think that's more critical <laughs> with your family. <laughs> Than her color. <laughs> well, no I wonder she midget. feels different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bring that up to her today. Yeah. <laughs> That's really not the problem. Here's the problem. The problem is, is that it's you're living with giants. Exactly. <laughs> I love that story. That's a great one to go from being the knower to the learner. And I think our, I hope our listeners are thinking about that. How can we become better at learning instead of knowing and be happy yeah. about it? It's, it's, it's such a great concept to think about what is an intentional life? And we've talked about those ideas of purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Consistency, like good mm-hmm. routines, good habits, how to yep. simplify. And then, of course, the ultimate of the good habits work for you, the bad habits work against you. Are you yes. practicing or are you playing? We hope this is so helpful good. to our listeners. It's been great, as always, working with you on this cat. Um, listeners, we love you. We enjoy you. We love your comments and letters you send to us. 
And just so you know, it's kind of exciting. My book is now out on tape. Our wonderful uh, Richie has done a great reading. It's You'll love it. It's very exciting to listen to. And uh, now that it's so much more common, we're sure you'll enjoy being able to re- hear it instead of having to read it. For have a great week. We'll see you all next week on Very Best of Living. Thanks, Kat. Thanks so much. Love Bye. you. Bye now. Bye-bye. Hey, Color Code family, it's Kathy Larson. I want you to take down a number. I want you to put this in your contact list under the people code. The number is 385-526-2350. Again, 385-526-2350. Text the word VIP to that number and you'll get back from us a request for your name and your email. That way we'll be in touch with you on anything that's happening at the People Code, any offerings, exciting things that are coming up. And you can let us know what your needs are by texting us at that number. Look forward to staying connected even more. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.